It's Wednesday. Jesus is outside of the city, enjoying dinner with his friends. We pick up the account in Matthew, chapter 26, reading from verses 6 to 16. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment and she poured it on his head as he reclined at table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble this woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him, 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. This passage contains two very contrasting stories. We first come across the woman with the alabaster jar. She recognises Christ's worth and anoints him, preparing him for burial with an incredibly expensive perfume. She gave Christ her best and her all. Then we read of Judas Iscariot, who reduces Christ's worth down to 30 pieces of silver. The woman wanted to give her all to Christ, but Judas wanted to get as much as he could for Christ. The stark contrast between these two narratives is jarring. It's almost painful to read and uncomfortable. In amongst these two narratives, we discover the disciples' reaction to the woman with the alabaster jar. Now from John's account of this story in his gospel, John chapter 12 verse 4, we know that this remark is made by Judas himself. John is keen to point out that Judas was never interested in giving the money to the poor, but rather keeping it to himself because of his selfish nature. But it does appear that he's saying the right thing. Now the poor could have been blessed with the finances from selling the perfume. We must acknowledge and recognise the significance of Jesus Christ's worth against ours. He laid his life down, sacrificing everything he had to die in our place. The woman with the alabaster jar gets this. Even before he dies, she sees that Christ's sacrifice is worth giving her all to. The question I want to draw out of this passage is, do you find yourself identifying with the woman more, or Judas? Do you see Christ as someone you can give lavishly to, to lay your life down for, to take up your cross for? Or do you resonate more with Judas? How much can I gain from Christ? Today, as you think about the narrative of Christ's life before he dies, look forward to the hope given to us through his resurrection and acknowledge Christ's worth. He didn't waste perfume for you. He laid down his life. So what can you lay down before him today? Let's stop and meditate.
on what Eleanor has shared. As you imagine yourself in this story, what character are you? What things in your life, what opportunities, what habits, what possessions is Jesus inviting you to lay down for him? We pick up the story again tomorrow.